Hey everybody, John Lowe here. Welcome to the next podcast. Uh, you know, I think you probably just heard because with the way Anchor drops it in, my recommendation of Anchor. Man, what a uh, <laughs> all recommendations aside, it's making me like you know pennies on the day here. What a pain he has this thing is. I started. I go to record something using the Anchor, not the app, but actually the web page, and it says you can't record today. Please use a thing, a different thing, like you know. So I'm using Audacity now. <laughs> you son of a bitch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm on Audacity. Um, a few updates. We're hitting a couple of voicemails first, though. First voicemail we have is coming in from um, Jeremy Frossoff Smith, and he has the Thought Eater podcast there. He just started up. He's got a couple of good episodes up there, so let's listen to his voicemail first. Hey, Joe. Uh, Froth here. I've been listening to your podcast and wanted you to know I'm really enjoying the Gygax stuff that you do. The 1E DMG is my absolute favorite book, RPG book of all time. And uh, so much of it is so strange and idiosyncratic, and I, I can just pick it up and flip to a page, and it's something weird. And I don't even try to understand a lot of it. I never end up using a lot of it, but it's just the creativity in there, and just it's unbelievable. So I found myself like snort laughing several times listening to you talk about it. So. Uh, really enjoying it. Just wanted to compliment you on that. See ya. Thanks, man. I'm glad you like that. You know, funny thing, I was just listening to Tim Short's podcast. He had a hundred average member uh, listeners and all that with all his different podcasts. And my uh, uh, my Gagaxi and what the fuck is him brought me down. <laughs> a lot of people didn't like them. I guess I didn't listen to them or whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe I I wonder if uh, certain sites filtered out because they use the f word and this and that. I don't know, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I just, just <laughs> don't want to accept the fact that they're a shitty podcast nobody listens to. But uh, I'm glad you liked it, though. You keep finding more and more as I'm joining this uh, AD&D game here. I'm finding things in the player's handbook. Maybe I'll make note of those and bring in a player's handbook with the fuckisms as I find more things on a random basis, you know, as I play or read through it. So, uh, all right, so appreciate that, and uh, keep, keep listening. I'm going to listen to you as well, man. Uh, the next call-in is from... Uh, over there at Dungeon Musings, all right? So we have uh, a gentleman here. Let me let me queue it up. This Audacity queuing up and linking it in with uh, <laughs> with Anchor is a bit of a pain in the ass, but hey, what are you going to do? All right, here we go. Hey, Joe, it's uh, Kevin Madison from the um, Dungeon Musings podcast. I just listened to your most recent episode about uh, your plans for uh, Blood Isle. Um, it's really cool to hear someone else who really, really enjoys uh, the Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea game. Uh, I'm in the course of planning a kind of Viking-themed uh, thing uh, for my uh, myself as well, and I, I'm exactly, it sounds like, what, uh, you know, enjoying the things that you are about that game. It's I love the classes. I love how um, everything is tuned to fit a specific vision, both in terms of, like, the uh, themes of the characters, the, uh, you know, setting appropriate kind of uh, spells and magic items, and, um, yeah, uh, and, the, and the tactical play, actually, too. So, anyway, really enjoyed the podcast. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting caught up with some older stuff. Hope all is well, and happy gaming. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. You know, I think I'm just spending too much time trying to prepare for this uh, Ash game, Ash or Astonishing Swords, Swords of Hyperborea. 
Um, I've heard that Jeff just calls it Hyperborea. I think that makes sense. Maybe it's called that or hash. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm just going to do it, I think. I set it up a, uh, a little MeWe thing uh, for Blood Island, and uh, I'm going to set up a thing on Obsidian Portal and invite people and then just maybe throw out a game, maybe even this Sunday, um, and just run Rats in the Wall. I just ran that for my brother. The older version, obviously, the new one is coming out. But I ran that as a, kind of a solo thing for him. And he had you know, one henchman kind of guy with him. But uh, I'll just do it. I familiarize myself with the system. It's a, it's a Tulanian adventure. And I actually play, tested that thing way, way, way long time ago at a convention in Connecticut when he was still designing it all, you know. So both the module and the system back then he was designing. Um, so anyway, I mean, I'll just do that this Sunday. So look, keep an eye out for an invite both to the Blood Island group and to uh, to the game maybe this Sunday. Might be Sunday morning, perhaps. All right, and the next call-in is actually from my brother. Yeah, I think it's maybe the first time I've posted any call-ins. Or usually, he just calls me the bitch, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he has two voicemails from me. This relates to the game I was talking about in my other podcast from the other day, where the party he wasn't playing a PC in that group. It was just the rest of the guys, and he was playing some NPCs, and he uh, just watched the group make dumb decision after dumb decision. And he sat there just biting his tongue because he's usually the guy who makes kind of a lot of, you know, takes charge, takes lead and all that stuff and does a strategy and whatnot. So he just sat back playing NPCs in the group as they just fucked it up. So here's a couple voicemails from him. It took every last bit of fucking self-control to not take over that fight with the Giants and give battle directions. I mean, I was role-playing the leader of the town... On one hand, she probably could have dictated certain things to the characters, but I just refused on general principle because I didn't want to take over because I wasn't playing uh, an actual player character. I was just playing an NPC. But watching it all unfold, if the shit went down like that, one of my characters were there, I would have probably rage quit. And to top it off, you're actually getting soft in your old age. You could have easily played those fire giants a little bit differently and because they were so dispersed and spread out, it would have been a total party kill without a doubt. You are getting soft. Getting soft, huh, bitch? You say that just before my prep for your game tonight, huh? Your uh, solo inaugural, well, not solo, you and Pete doing the uh, the thief thing? All right, all right, first level thieves in Waterdeep. What's a good first level encounter for there? Where's the book? T-T-A-T-A-R, Tarask. Here we go. All right. I'm getting soft. Now, I could have uh, maybe played it uh, differently. I was just maybe, I don't know. I mean, the Giants mission was to get the fucking thing and get the fuck out. So that was that was their goal. Were they there to kill? If they were maybe more, if they were a different kind of giant rather than the tactical military fire giants that might have gone that way. You know what I mean? But they were dedicated to the mission. They set up their plan. They moved in and moved out. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting soft. I just didn't, after, especially after the last session where you lost two of the characters, one because of the fucking, both because of the deck of many things. You lost two of the group's characters and it was a clusterfuck. Maybe I just felt bad or, I don't know, who knows. But, uh, I'm not, just like I said in the last podcast about this, something's got to change. If they're going to keep playing stupid like this, then it's going to be a shit show. They're not going to finish the campaign with the same characters they started with, I could tell them that. You know, it's just going to get harder and harder, worse and worse. So if they don't learn to coordinate better, and figure this shit out, it's just gonna not be good. Yeah, not good at all. Um, anyway, like I say, I'm doing this right now because uh, 
I'm pre-planning the uh, little thief game for tonight, so I'm looking at all the different resources I have. It's gonna be Waterdeep, and uh, first level thieves. Like my brother wants to play like a guy who sings in taverns and looks at, tries to find marks like that. You know, I'm gonna stay. The asshole bad guys, not so much the good guys. Uh, Pete, I don't know what the hell he's gonna play. He's just gonna play a guy, some kind of a thief. He hasn't really figured it out yet, so I'll have to wing it with that. But looking at the old resources I have here, the uh, they have a nice little map in one of the uh, the new Waterdeep books that I bought for 5e. So I got a little handy map there. And I also have the old second edition Volo's Guide to Waterdeep, which is really cool. Breaks things down. The only thing that's the problem there is that it references, you know, this is on uh, location 231 on a so-and-so map. I don't have that map anymore. Well, I do, but it's buried somewhere, and it's too fucking, you know, big. It's one of those 10-foot-long maps in six sections, you know, so I don't want to pull that out. I'll just put them wherever the hell. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't make that much of a difference. But next thing I gotta do is dig out the old Thief book, the Lankmar Thief book. I think it was called Thieves of Lankmar. I think it was the best book, I think, on Thieves that there was anybody ever put out in terms of a you know a good guide for Thieves. Let's get some ideas and inspiration out of that. And I think I have a Lankmar Thief Adventure book somewhere, some basic Thief Adventures. I don't know. Then there's the old um, second edition, that Brown Thief's Handbook. Remember that one? That was pretty good, too, if I remember right. I know these two assholes are going to try to say, oh, look at all these tools and ideas, and can we buy this, can we do that, and that increases our ability to do X and Y and Z. No, 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 no. Don't get into that bullshit. Um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's too too many hard to convert and too, nah, too much over the top, you know what I mean? Um, got another game tomorrow, getting ready for it, too. It's not as much I need to get ready for it. It's the library game. Uh so I kind of know where that's at. And then I have another game on Tuesday uh, with the Game Store game. So it should be interesting. Game Store games going into as quickly as they can. They want to get into the uh, the Waterdeep Dungeon. But first got to get through. Well, they, they can do it right away if they want to. But it's going to be a, a shit show if they try. <laughs> but they're also concurrently, I'm, I'm doing the uh, uh, that that Dragon Horde one, it's called. Or the gold coin. Ah, the, the one where you got to like find all the missing gold coins and... Makes you think that it's a dragon. Uh, it's called Dragon Heist. Makes you think that you're stealing from a dragon, which actually not. The dragons are the name of the coin order deed that were stolen. So, a little mis misleading there in the cover, but eh, whatever. It's a decent adventure, actually. Parts of it, you know, and the parts that suck, I can make better. So, it should be fun. Um, should be a good time. So, I guess that's enough procrastination here. Better get my ass back into the swing of things and start getting this ready. What time is it now? 3.30? Yeah, I got a couple hours here. Anywho, guys, I will all talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.